0: Megan, and Kimberly, and you've been to room 237, The Bonus. The Bonus. Mm -hmm. It's The Bonus.
1: All right. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Very nice. So last week, we did Poltergeist for a movie. Mm -hmm. And um, today's bonus is all about Poltergeist. Actual Poltergeist, and then the curse on the movie Poltergeist. We're going to give you a little bit of everything. Crash course in Poltergeist. Bam, bam. So what is a poltergeist, Kim? The
0: dictionary definition of a poltergeist is a ghost or other supernatural being and supposedly responsible for physical disturbances, such as loud noises, objects thrown around, cabinets flying about. Mm. Um, they are capable of levitation of objects. Mm. Foul smells are also associated with poltergeist occurrences. They stink. Yeah, they stink, and they just, like, mess your house up. <laughs>
1: Most claims or fictional descriptions of poltergeists show them being capable of pinching, biting, hitting, and tripping people.
0: Oh. Traditionally, they are said to haunt a particular person instead of a location because that's like a haunting.
1: Right. And so we, we learned that uh-huh. in the movie. uh uh-huh, We did.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, they tend to prefer women over men. Women are better. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, okay, lousies. <laughs> oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> <laughs> Usually an adolescent female who's suffering from emotional turmoil when the activity begins.
1: I think a lot of times that's kind of who they blame it on. It's mm-hmm. her energy is so strong right. it's creating this poltergeist or something, you know. So all that being said, William G. Roll, a pioneer in poltergeist research, found the age of people reporting experiences of poltergeist activity can range from eight to seventy eight. It's cool, mostly well, yeah. young girls, but it can be anyone. Anyway. Eight to seventy eight. That's a Real wide So I guess when you're, you know, 7 or 79, you're safe. You're safe from the poltergeist. No
0: props. Some parapsychologists view poltergeists as a type of ghost or supernatural entity, which are responsible for psychological and physical disturbances. Hmm. Others believe that such activity originates from an unknown energy associated with a living person or location. There are some skeptics. I spelled skeptics wrong. You did. (laughs) (laughs) There are some skeptics that prefer mundane explanations such as as attention-seeking, pranks, and trickery. Yeah,
1: usually I um, spell-check my work, but Mm -hmm. I didn't. It's fine, it's fine. My bad. Some ghost hunters and paranormal folks propose that poltergeists are actually the emotions of troubled individuals built up during times of stress. This is known as spontaneous recurring psychokinesis and suggests the built up stress then unconsciously projects outward in the form of mental energy, which affects the physical environment. So your emotions are making things go crazy. Essentially, that's some like high level emotion. It really is. You know? I feel like
0: I'm going to be a portrait guy. I
1: feel like I have had some pretty high level emotions in my day, and never once never. had moved anything with my mind. It's just not you cool know, enough, I guess. I'm not an adolescent child. You never know. Anymore. You never know. True. I still got a few years that's before true. I'm 78. <laughs>
0: To get it taken care it of. It could always happen. <laughs> poltergeist activity usually starts with a minor, like, with minor in- isolated incidents, like ex- unexplained sounds, small objects moving from its usual place, you know, trickery. Mm-hmm. Most poltergeist activity is typically short-lived, lasting around five months. Hmm.
1: So if you just wait it out, it'll be okay. It'll go away. Five months is an awful long time when, when shit's going crazy. Yeah, Even and i be
0: really annoyed, like, my little... My earrings are gone. Like, where the
1: fuck did you put my earrings? Right. I mean, I already can't find things. Right. I don't have a poltergeist. I put it somewhere. Maybe that's why I can never find anything. Maybe Mm. a poltergeist is moving my shit. Maybe we have one at our house because Cass
0: can never find anything. I can never find anything.
1: You would think, like, I'm real infamous for putting something somewhere and being like, oh, I'll be able to remember it's here because this place makes sense. Mm -hmm. But then I can never remember it. Same. (laughs) Oh, I'm stupid. So suggested explanations for what is causing poltergeist. The first is natural phenomena. So many claimed poltergeist events have proven to actually be hoaxes. Unsurprising. Unsurprising. <laughs>
0: Unsurprising. Psychical researcher Frank Podmore proposed the naughty little girl. I don't theory. like it. I don't like it already. I haven't I like read it, it, but I don't right? like it. I don't like it. He found the center of the disturbance was often a child who was throwing objects around to fool or scare people for attention.
1: And apparently they were all girls because yes. he called it the naughty, naughty little, little girl, girl theory. theory. What the Fuck is. you, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you're a dick. Investigator Joe Nickel says claimed incidents typically originate from an individual who is motivated to cause mischief. In the typical poltergeist outbreak, small objects are hurled through the air by unseen forces, furniture is overturned, or other disturbances occur. Usually, just what could be accomplished by a juvenile trickster determined to plague credulous adults. Okay. So Nicholas also is a doubter. Yeah,
0: yeah. For sure.
1: He didn't point at all little girls, but he basically said the same thing. So we've got
0: uh, unverified natural phenomena. Mm-hmm. In the 1950s Guy William Lambert I wonder is he like Related to Adam Lambert Probably American grandpa. Idol Mm-hmm which I love. Um, <laughs> Guy William Lambert proposed that reported poltergeist phenomena could be explained by the movement of underground water causing stress on houses. However, <laughs> later researchers Alan Gold and Tony Cornell tested this theory by placing specific objects in different rooms and subjecting the house to strong mechanical vibrations. Only a few of the objects moved a very short different d- yes. distance.
1: So, like, put shit on tables. And they shook the house, and, and then they're like. Then- Okay. No. Not Nothing. not much here. Other explanations include seismic activity and ball lightning. Hmm. Which ball lightning in itself is such a weird phenomenon. It is. But And then of course The paranormal. The paranormal Parapsychologist Nandor Fodor. What a okay. great name. Nandor Fodor. That's that's made up. That's a great, <laughs> that's that <was> a great <laughs> name. It's <laughs> not. Nandor Fodor and again William G. Roll suggested poltergeist activity can be explained by psychokinesis.
0: Malicious spirits are often blamed for poltergeist activity. According to Alan Kardec, the founder of spiritism, poltergeists are manifestations of disembodied spirits of low level. He
1: has this whole so. It's like a low low, like level seven, you know, this, that, this whole like thing. But I was like, what does that mean? And I could not find any explanation of where he got these like levels from and he what they all were you know just so i just left it out but it, there is this whole thing many people believe spirits of the dead are responsible for poltergeist activity because people who experience them perceive an underlying intelligence and meaningful communication with an otherworldly being so you're like i told that guy to stop and he kept doing it so he's obviously intelligent clearly quit fucking with my shit quit fucking
0: with my shit way to make it beautiful
1: you're welcome <laughs>
0: Um, So we've got a few famous cases for y'all. You'll have to tell me if you've heard of any of these cases, Jim. So, yes, the Bell Witch. Yes. The Bell Witch of Tennessee, 1817 to 1872. Mm -hmm. Per Martin B. Ingram, in his book, An Authenticated History of the Bell Witch, the poltergeist's name was Kate, as the entity had at at one point claimed to be Old Kate Batts, witch. Oh, Kate Batts witch. <laughs> the activity centered on the Bell's youngest daughter, Betsy, and her father.
1: So the haunting started in 1817 with sightings by various family members of strange animals and weird people like around the property. The activity then moved into the Bell house with knockings heard along the doors and the walls. They were yes. like, Mm-mm.
0: hello. Let
1: me in. They
0: then heard sounds of gnawing on the beds, Ew. creeps, invisible dog like, bites. I mean-
1: the beds are probably made of wood that's just termites. Yeah, <laughs>
0: or rats. Yeah, right? Gnawing on the beds, invisible dog fights, and chains. They try to break the chains, but the chains only break me, Nick Jonas.
1: Whips and
0: chains. <laughs> <laughs> Rihanna. The entity pulled hair and scratched the children, focusing on Betty, who was slapped.
1: Her pinched. name is Betsy. Oh Betsy. Betsy. And you forgot a whole line. Sheets were pulled. God, it's same
0: thing. It. Same. Sheets are pulled from the beds as the children slept. The entity pulled hair and scratched the children focusing on Betsy who was slapped,
1: pinched, and stuck with pins. She really had some troubles. She went through it. She did. Eventually the spirit was able to have conversations and was well acquainted with biblical texts. Okay. So Papa... Bell was like chatting. Yeah, they were discussing the Bible and like we're having the kiki. You know. <laughs> you know, yeah, you
0: know. <laughs> the spirit particularly hated John Bell Senior
1: and claims she intended to kill him. Mm. The Bell Witch. He was poisoned by the witch. That's what they think. So the movie, *An American Haunting*, is about the Bell Witch case. Okay, okay. I have watched that movie. It's not bad. It's I'll interesting. Have to check it out. I, th- I think in the movie, like Betsy kind of ends up moving out of the home and marrying this like significantly older man because you know like. In the movie, she's young, maybe 13, little. Yeah. I don't know if that's how old she was in real life. But yeah, she ends up marrying this man who was like 30. It's kind of mm. gross. A little bit. Kinda gross. <laughs> and Paul Bell ends up being like a, a chomo, a child molester, oh, mm. <laughs> as they say on Law & Order SVU. <sighs> Ugh. yeah Yeah. Anywho. The next one is Amityville, but y'all, we've we've talked about Amityville. We're we not going to go into it again.
0: The next one is Enfield Poltergeist. You heard this one of 1977. Yes, yes, very. good. This occurred at 284 Green Street, a council house in Brimstone Down, Enfield, London, England. Do you think they have enough names? Right, (laughs) it's ridiculous. A lot. And it happened between 1977 and 1979.
1: It involved two sisters that lived at the house, ages 11 and 13. In August 1977, single mom Peggy called the police to her house. Saying she had witnessed furniture moving and two of her kids said they heard knocking on the walls. These poltergeists love to knock, they man. not. Just let those hoes in. A police
0: constable said she saw a chair wobble and slide, but could not
1: determine the cause of the movement. Hmm. Sounds very poltergeisty. <laughs> Later claims included disembodied voices, loud noises, thrown toys, overturned chairs, and children levitating. I'm a nope out of that right there. (laughs) You had me until the levitation. I don't want to be held up.
0: Over an 18-month period, more than 30 people, including neighbors, psychic researchers, and journalists, said they saw furniture moving on its own, objects being thrown, and the daughters
1: levitating. The second Conjuring movie is about this case.
0: The next story we have for you is the Ammons Haunting Case. This
1: one's a little more current.
0: Yeah, it's 2011. Mm -hmm. It's also known as the 200 Demons House, or Demon House is an alleged haunting and demonic possession which occurred in Gary, Indiana in 2011. Oh, I've spent lots of time in Gary, Indiana.
1: Indiana. (laughs) You could have gone by this house. I could have, I didn't know. In November of that year, LaToya Ammons, her mother, Rosa Campbell, and her three kids, LaToya's three kids, not her mom's, um, ages seven, nine, and 12, moved into the house at 3860 Carolina Street. Days after they moved in, they claimed
0: black flies, always with the fucking mm-hmm. flies. Mm-hmm. Flies loved to be They love it. They
1: swarmed the porch in December and just kept returning. Every time they thought they were gone, then just flies would show up again. How irritating. Nope. That's how I feel about those wasps in my bedroom. <laughs> Campbell heard footsteps in the basement and the door creaking. She alleged to have witnessed a shadowy figure of a man pacing in the living room and found a boot print. <laughs> My notes food. say a food <laughs> boot print. <laughs> she also claimed to have been choked by an unknown force. Okay. Maybe she liked it. Yeah, right. I'm like, ooh,
0: don't exercise this house. <laughs> The 12-year-old daughter was said to have levitated above her bed during a sleepover with a friend. You know that friend was like, I, I, I'm, no. I'm going to go, mama. <laughs> she had no memory of this event. The nine-year-old son was said to have been thrown across the room, and the younger son allegedly had his eyes roll back to roll into the back of his head and was growling, saying, it's time to die, and I will kill you. <laughs> I feel like the youngest son was definitely the shit of this, this Yep. Whole nope. Thing. The youngest son gotta go.
1: The middle son was like, I'm just trying to live my life. (laughs) Yeah. The youngest one, especially in the minute. The family called their local physician, and he visited the house and noted their behavior was... Delusional. He's like, yeah, these crazy. kids are crazy. <laughs> the police were contacted and they took the kids to a hospital where the younger son was described as screaming and thrashing about, mm-hmm. just like going crazy. Ape shit. Yeah. CPS was
0: called and they believe the kids were just performing for their mother. Mm. A priest was asked to perform an exorcism and he interviewed the family on April 22nd of 2012. He concluded that they were being tormented by demons and performed three exorcisms. And it takes a lot to get a priest to perform an exorcism.
1: Especially nowadays. Yeah. I feel like back in the day, they just performed left and right. All the time. They got to go through a bunch of channels to get an exorcism okayed. Right. You know, but maybe he didn't go through those. Maybe he just did them.
0: It's a rogue I feel like priest.
1: Catholic priest or real, at, you know, easy to convince that there's a situation. Exorcism, like bet. Yeah. They're bat. like, oh, Is demons. He speaking Latin? It's yeah, demons. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> demons. For sure. The family moved to Indianapolis in 2012, after which the events were said to stop. Oh, so, God. the end. We don't know anything else about them. Okay, so let's move away from real life poltergeist events. Okay. And move into The Curse on the set of the movie Poltergeist.
0: Okay. Well, the majority of the fuel for The Curse stems from the death of multiple cast members. Mm-hmm. In total, four cast members died during and soon after the filming of the series.
1: Not just the first movie, but all the all movies. Of them. Yeah. The first is, of course, Heather O'Rourke, who is Carol Ann. She was six when the first film was released and played younger sister Carol Ann Freeling. She was... Misdiagnosed with Crohn's disease in 1987 after contracting giard- giardia. Gi- I can't say it. Giardia. Giardiasis. G- it's a. It's a. I know. a Parasite. Like. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's like amoebas. Eh, from well water from her oh. family's home. Works Everything's to amoebas I hate to me. hate amoebas. <laughs> Everything's amoebas to me. She
0: was prescribed cortisone, injection, cortisone injections to treat the disease during the time she was filming *Portuguese 3. Injections caused swelling of her cheeks. So, oh, if you like
1: look at pictures and you see her, her face looks really swollen, it. it's because of it's those injections. injections. Apparently, her mom later said that like she was real self conscious of it. Aw, so baby. The following year, she fell ill again, and her symptoms mm-hmm. were attributed to the flu. A day later, on January 31st, of
0: 1988, she collapsed and suffered cardiac arrest, which and was airlifted to a children's hospital in San Diego.
1: At the hospital, it was discovered she had intestinal stenosis, which is an abnormal, like congenital, very vari- um, narrowing of blood vessels Yikes. in her intestines. She went into surgery to correct this. She did survive the surgery, but then she had another cardiac arrest in the recovery room. Doctors performed CPR for over 30 minutes, but she was pronounced dead at 2:43 in the oh, afternoon. She's only 12 years That's old. That's sad. And oh it's all gosh. because they misdiagnosed her with Crohn's, mm-hmm. you know, a few years before that. So I was reading about it and the, like one of the doctors later said, you know, she had no symptoms that she had this stenosis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I guess people normally have some symptoms. She had none. And so they like they wouldn't have been able to tell. That's basically. so scary. Yeah.
0: The next one we have is Dominique Dunn. And she played the older sister, Dana, in the Poltergeist right. movies.
1: In 1981, she met John Thomas Sweeney, and they quickly began dating and moved in together after just a few weeks of dating, which mm. is always a red yep, flag. Yep, yep. Sweeney was possessive and jealous, and the relationship quickly deteriorated. I feel like we can all see where this mm-hmm. is
0: heading. Well, Sweeney was physically abusive to Dominique, and according to one account, during an argument, he yanked handfuls of her hair out by Ooh. the root. Girl, she have shot his ass. Cicero.
1: He had a coming.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs>
1: Dominique <laughs> fled to her mother's house. God, now I want to watch Chicago. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> She fled to her mother's house where Sweeney showed up and banged on the windows and doors begging to speak to her. And her mother told him to leave and threatened to call the police. Dominique
0: returned to the home she shared with Sweeney a
1: few days later and they resumed their relationship. Mm. Yeah, They had another big fight in September 1982 which ended in Dominique leaving the home and finally ending the relationship.
0: On October 30th of 1982 she was at her West Hollywood home. So I guess she home. kicked him out because she's back yeah. at the home but he's yeah. not there. She was at her West Hollywood home rehearsing for the Series with actor David Packer, Uh, Sweeney showed up at her home and she spoke to him through a locked door.
1: She then agreed to speak with him on the porch while Packer remained inside. Packer heard them arguing. He heard smacking sounds, two screams, and a thud. He called the police but was told that the house was outside their jurisdiction. I don't. Did Packer not want to run out there? Yeah, I don't understand why he didn't go out there. And he's
0: like, ooh, I hear screams, thuds. I
1: mean, OK, yeah, there's a guy
0: out there, but you're a, you're guy, a guy, too. <laughs> and she's a tiny woman.
1: Help her out.
0: For real. He's not a good friend. No, at all. Um, Packer then called a friend and told him if he was found dead, John Sweeney killed him. I guess
1: he didn't go because he was terrified. Like He yeah. was scared.
0: Packer left the home through the back entrance. <laughs> wow, Parker. Right. Or Packer. He left the home through the back entrance and saw Sweeney in some bushes, kneeling over Dominique. Sweeney told Packer to call the police... And then Sweeney met the police in the driveway, stated he killed his girlfriend and then tried to kill himself.
1: He later claimed he could not recall what happened during the argument, only that he did recall being on top of her with his hands around her neck. So he strangled her.
0: Yeah, I don't know what happened, but... But definitely strangled But I definitely strangled her. (laughs) Dominique wasn't quite dead after the police came, but she never regained consciousness. And after brain scans, doctors determined that she had no brain activity. Sad. So, she was removed from life support and died on November 4th, and her mom had
1: her organs donated. Which, that's nice, I guess. Sweeney was charged with attempted murder. Thank goodness. And then those charges were dropped when she died and changed to first-degree murder. He pleaded not guilty.
0: On September 21st of 1983, after eight days of deliberations, the jury acquitted John Sweeney of second degree murder, but found him guilty of the lesser charge of voluntary manslaughter and a misdemeanor assault. He was sentenced to six years for manslaughter and six months for the assault. He was released on parole in September of 1986. So like three and a half years. mm
1: Wow. For killing someone. Wow. It's outrageous. Nowadays, he would have gotten way more. Yeah. They give out really, really long. He would have gotten like 25 to life, I want to see, like, I want to look up, like, what he's doing now. I bet he's like. He, well, I'll tell you, he moved. At first, he started working as a chef because he was a chef when they met. Mm-hmm. and the her family was kind of, they kind of stalked him for a while. I mean, which rightfully right so, own, I guess. And they, they, like, stood outside the restaurant he was working at, you know, holding up signs. The meal you're eating is being cooked by a murderer. This kind of shit. So then he moved to, I think, Florida. Or somewhere. And he was dating some girl. He got engaged. And then Dominique's dad, like, contacted the other girl's dad. And was like, your daughter's about to marry a killer. And then, so then I guess he broke up. He got broken up with her or whatever. He ended up moving to the Pacific Northwest, working as a chef. He changed his name. Mm, okay. And then her father eventually, because he was like, I think I read he had hired like a PI to keep tabs on this guy. He eventually was like, you know what? I don't want to waste my life yeah. and my energy on this guy. I'm moving on. And so I guess he's still chefing somewhere, somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. Ugh. Isn't that horrible? A fucking murderer. Oh right? my god, let's find him. <laughs> I can't remember where they changed his name to. They have it on like Wikipedia or whatever they changed it to. So the other two cast members who died were Julian Beck, who played the evil preacher Kane in Poltergeist 2. And William Sampson, who played the Native American shaman, um, Beck died of stomach cancer in eighty-three, and Sampson died after undergoing a heart-lung transplant. Jesus, yeah. Cast
0: deaths were not the only agents of the curse's pr- proliferation, as other, as other particular, <laughs> as other peculiar and creepy legends surround the film franchise. Joe Beth Williams, who played Mama Diane in the first two films, claimed that director Spielberg insisted on using actual human skeletons as props in an attempt to save money. At the time, they were cheaper than the plastic ones. Mm-hmm. Williams' claim has never been verified, but it persists to this day, and the lore surrounded the film's curse.
1: Finally, to wrap it up, in an effort to further creep out everyone involved, Samson, A real-life medicine man who played a medicine man in one of the films passed away due to the circumstances mentioned above, the heart-lung transplant. Mm -hmm. He performed an authentic exorcism after shooting Raft one night on set. One can only imagine how this made everybody else feel. Wow. wow. I don't know why he did it, but he definitely (laughs) did it. Maybe But he did Shit was popping off there too We don't know So yeah That's just a little bit About Poltergeist And then the curse On the, the movie Wow A lot of people died Yeah that. I mean I think that's why Of, of course That's what they said That's why it, Yeah It's it, haunted it's, yeah, it's cursed It's cursed Because of so many people died Um, Just like Other cursed movies That we've talked about In the past Yeah So like
0: apparently Like you shouldn't do A horror
1: movie I guess You know you take your chances Right do what you gotta do. So our next movie next week is... Kim. Our next movie next week is Host. Until that time, you can send us an email at room 237 Podcast at gmail.com.
0: You can find us on Facebook at room237thepodcast, on Instagram at room237thepodcast, and at Twitter at room 237, the podcast, C1. The
1: pod. The pod, C1. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I flipped to that fire. You, did. Shit, I you, did. Did. you <laughs> did, you did, you did, you did. Um, also don't forget to go on iTunes or Spotify if it allows you and rate us. Give us that good five-star rating five so star. friends can find us and then tell your friends and family all about it. We want others to
0: if we tickle your fancy. Us.
1: Yeah. If you're our number one fan, you know, take it away from Colby and <laughs> let people know. Let people
0: know about us. All right. Until next time, guys, stay safe. Bye.
1: Bye.